Dear King, there are many twists and turns navigating Earth. I know you are not offended by your children's questions and you can handle our emotions. Since we are called to be ambassadors, help us to establish heaven here on Earth. Now, life won't be perfect and that's fine, but help me figure things out. I invite you into the places and spaces of my life. I hope the royals will do the same. And in return, we will serve our generation in the will of God. Humbly submitted, Pia. What's up, Royals? It's your guys, sis, Pia. And welcome back to another episode of Dear King, the podcast. What's up? How y'all feeling? Man, I hope you had a wonderful week. I hope you enjoyed yourself. I hope you are doing well. I hope you're smiling a lot. Um, I hope you've had reasons to laugh. I've been doing just fine myself. And I just wanted to celebrate you, send you some love, let you know that you are um, appreciated and I am thinking of you. I really, really do appreciate all of your support um, in supporting the podcast happening with me throughout the week. And if you haven't, if you'd want to, you can reach me at Dear King Podcast on both socials, on Instagram and on Facebook. And you can also email me at dearkingpodcast at gmail.com. Listen, I answer all of it. I answer the DMs. I get in the comments, and I really do enjoy engaging with you. So however you are comfortable with, you just let me know. I'm here for you, Royals, okay? So tap in. And listen, this week, there was a holiday, okay? I mean, I don't celebrate this holiday anymore personally, but there was a holiday, uh, the 4th of July, July 4th. And I realized that the celebrations that do occur on July 4th are extreme. Now, I could have said this last week, but the reality is the offenders are still offending. And so even on July 7th, this is relevant. So here is a little note to help you determine when you should stop your fireworks show. These are the facts. Not to be confused with take me to court facts. However, I can guarantee I have a rally of royals that will represent me in the court of law. Because, child, these things is illegal anyway. Okay? So these are the facts. When your fireworks show is doing too much. Number one, if you wouldn't use your firecrackers at Disneyland, your show is doing too much, okay? The quality isn't even there, okay? We can't even see colors in the fireworks because all you're doing is lighting strips of crackers and it's just loud, just loud and wrong, wrong and loud. It's like that choir member in the back of the choir, just strong and wrong. Like the note is not not quite... Just not quite on the note. That's where y'all at right now with these firecrackers. They're terrible. Number two, if you hear dogs barking, your show is doing too much. Now, 
I'm out here with a dog who just has high energy at all times, period. But now I got to get him some anxiety medications because you out here being ridiculous. Now I got to get my dog a Benadryl, make him calm his nerves because your show is doing too much. Cut it out. Number three, if you hear a car alarm go off, your show is doing too much. Now, this person has to get a jump or call AAA to help them get their car started because you didn't have their battery run down. Like, you not even considerate. Cut it out. Number four, if we are waiting to hear sirens because we're not sure whether or not that was a gunshot or a firecracker, listen, your show is doing too much. It's probably time for you to stop because now you got people crying, calling their sons out the street because they think something that happened to them. That's ridiculous. That's not fair. We are traumatized every day long. It's a lot going on in this world. We don't need that energy. Okay? And number five, this ain't the last reason, but it's the reason I have for today. If the holiday is tomorrow or it happened yesterday... Your show is doing too much, okay, period. There is only one day for your show. This is not a residency. It's a one-night-only type of thing, okay? Wrap it up. You don't get a whole week to throw your show, okay? If whatever you didn't pop on the holiday, bag it up, box it up, and put it in the garage for next year because it's over. It's a wrap. If there's an expiration date, that was yesterday. The holiday is over. It's July 7th. We don't want to hear no more firecrackers until next year. I hope you can appreciate that and respect our wishes. This is from the royals to you, the offender, the firecracker abuser. Thank you in advance for your cooperation. Those are the facts. We do hope that you run with them. Amen. Amen. So it's a lot going on, and I know that we just need a break. We need a break from all that's happening. So here I am, your goddess Pia, with an encouraging word for you today. And that encouraging word is for those who just can't quite accept this free gift from Jesus Christ. And I'm going to tell you all about it. But I just wanted to to highlight something that's happening right now in the culture. In this culture right now, our U.S. president, our U.S. president received a ridiculous nickname on Instagram. Y'all want to know what it was? Would you like to hear it? They calling my guy Moneybag Joe. I don't know what's wrong with us. I re- I really don't. I'm, I love my people, but sometimes, good gracious, I, I I believe he got the name because after becoming president, he told the Americans help was on the way, and next thing we know, he organized the distribution of large stimulus checks. In a financial crisis, we were so extremely grateful to see it, whether we were hit severely by COVID financially or not. Listen, extra cash in the bank ain't never hurt nobody. And I bring him up because another thing that people are looking for him to do is to make it rain on some student debt, okay? They want him to wipe it all out, 
there has been lots of pressure on him to make it happen. But let's say right now, breaking news crosses your screen and the announcer says President Biden is going to make an announcement on student loans at 5 p.m. And you start to anxiously await the news because this could be it. This could be the moment. He comes across your screen and he says those long-awaited words and he says, fellow Americans, your student loan debt has been forgiven. Think about it. What would your next move be? Are you screaming and hollering? Are you running outside to tell your neighbors? Are you calling your best friend? Do you go online to see if it's really real? I bet I know what you won't do. I bet you wouldn't phone in a payment. I'm willing to bet that you wouldn't smack your lips and say, I don't need a handout, Mr. President. I'll pay my own debts. Thank you. So why do we insist on paying for our debts when it comes to God? We cannot afford it. The price is too rich. More than that, the debt has been paid. There are two types of debt payers, the overpayer and the duck and dodger. The overpayer sins or misses the mark and feels like they have to do for God. They have to give up everything they love and they have to give an abundant offering at the next service. They have to turn their entire world upside down so God can see that they are so sorry. And then there's the duck and dodger. That person misses the mark and the guilt and shame causes them to feel like They don't even deserve to last. So they repay God by no longer enjoying life. They say, I disappointed God, so I don't deserve anything good. No compliments, no laughs, no blessings. That person is looking for punishment in every moment of the day, waiting for the shoe to drop. Hands raised everywhere, hands raised everywhere. Which one are you currently? Which one have you recovered from? I know everyone can identify with at least one of those debt payers. But I want to remind you of Jesus. I want to bring you back to the night before he died. In Luke twenty-two thirty-one through 34, Jesus is talking to his disciples before he died. Before the next day, he would be sent to the cross for us. And he says, Simon, Simon, Satan has asked to sift you all as wheat, but I have prayed for you, Simon, that your faith may not fail. And when you have turned back, strengthen your brothers. But he replied, Lord, I am ready to go with you to prison and to death. Look at this. Look at look at the debt payer trying to trying to exchange the peaceful life Jesus prayed for him so that he could have pain and anguish in prison or death. But Jesus answered, I tell you, Peter, before the rooster crows today, you will deny three times that you even know me. I don't think anything Jesus ever did was without intent. In this passage, Jesus speaks to the old man, the sinner, and tells him that he will be restored. Then he speaks to the new man, 
Peter, the one who is forgiven and on whom he builds his church. And he says, you will deny me. The entire passage is grace personified. If Jesus had this much grace before the cross, what makes you believe he doesn't have the same prayer for you after the cross? When Jesus returns, he makes it a point to tell the Marys, go get the disciples and Peter. He is aware that Peter may feel like he messed up so bad that he isn't worthy of being called a disciple. Heck, disciple meant follower of Jesus, and he had denied him over and over and over again. But he did so in fear, but faith caused him to get up and meet Jesus. Jesus never spoke of it again. He pushed Peter forward. Royals, it's nothing back there. God has thrown whatever you did yesterday, today, a few minutes ago, in the sea of forgetfulness. Like Peter, all he wants us to do is a few things. One, keep the faith. People say, God knows our heart. I believe this so much, especially in this passage. Jesus knew that Peter was going to let his fear outweigh his faith. It was written and accounted for. But Peter knew Jesus, and his faith remained in Jesus. Number two, turn back. Don't stay in it. Okay, you missed the mark, so take aim again. Turn away from the sin that trips you up. Set your eyes on God and the plan for your life. Just turn back. And number three, strengthen those around you to do the same. Recover quicker each time for the people around you. Just as Peter did, we are called to keep the faith, not settle and soak in our mistakes but turn away from them, meaning turn our backs to them. Choose Jesus every time. And when we do, we show people it's possible. We embrace the forgiveness of Christ and we walk in better. Our sins are thrown as far as east is from west. They are placed at the bottom of the sea of forgetfulness. We are not perfect. We are going to miss the mark, but the debt is paid. So pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and follow Christ to whatever is next. And I'll leave you with one more scripture. 1 John 2, 1 through 2. My dear children, I write this to you so that you will not sin. But if anybody does sin, we have an advocate with the Father through Jesus Christ, the righteous one. He is the atoning sacrifice for our sins, and not only for ours, but also for the sins of the whole world. Father God, we thank you so much for being a forgiving Father. 
We thank you that everyone who accepts your son, Jesus Christ, sits themselves under a fountain of living water and blood that washes us white as snow. You don't see our sins. You see the blood of Jesus that presents us faultless before you. So as long as we turn away and we make every effort to press toward the mark of perfection in Christ Jesus, you see us, you understand, you love us through it. And so God, let us receive that love today. Let us not try to prove that we love you. Let's not try to earn your love by doing for you. Let us do our best to live in grace. Let us live in forgiveness. Not that we should continue in sin, but that when we fail, we don't wallow in it. Because like Peter, we want you to move us forward. Jesus said, feed my sheep, God. And so let us make others stronger by dusting ourselves off, being able to tell our stories from victorious places like, yes, I fail sometimes, but God loves me just the same. God, we embrace your love today. We embrace the life that you have set before us. And we receive that there is nothing behind us that's worth looking. I love you. I thank you for pulling us out of guilt and shame and into your marvelous light. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Listen, if you're my friends and you are listening right now and you say, I want to be forgiven. I want to turn away from the life that I'm living that I'm not happy with. I want to let you know that Jesus did it for you. And I want to invite you to accept him as your own. Many, many years ago, he sacrificed his life so that we might have relationship with our father who freely gives blessings on blessings on blessings and called us to abundant life. If you want to exchange that today, please say this prayer with me. Say, Dear King, thank you for loving me. I believe you lived and you died and you rose again just for me. I accept your free gift today of forgiveness. And in exchange, I give you my life. Connect to me, O oh God. And I believe tomorrow will be better. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You are now a royal. Heaven is rejoicing. The Bible tells us that there is a party being thrown in heaven just for you. Because if one soul comes back to God, it is worth celebrating. I want to celebrate you. So please reach out to me at dearkingpodcast at gmail.com so that I can give you a big virtual hug, resource you, and answer any questions that you may have along this journey. You are worth it, and I want to be there for you, okay? Listen, y'all, I'm about to get out of here, but please remember that you are forgiven. Do not wallow in your stressors this week. You messed up. We all do. 
but you are worth it still. So dust yourself off, pick yourself up, and try again. Y'all know where I'm headed. I'm headed over to www.dearkingonline.com for our blog-style devotional. I'm going to get a little deeper in this forgiveness thing. I'm going to give you some scriptures that I quoted today and maybe some more. I'm going to give you a prayer starter and shoot you with some worship song suggestions to get your time with God to be more intentional. Remember, this is Dear King. This podcast is designed to face you back to the King who sent you. I hope it really blessed you today, and I hope you will continue to carry this word with you throughout the week. I know that I am. I am worth it, and there's nothing behind me that's worth looking at. I love you guys. Thank you so much for joining me, and remember to connect with me on the socials at Dear King Podcast throughout the week. But until next time, goodbye, Royals.